Hey, y'all. Um, I just wanted to come on before the podcast starts since um, we're talking about um, COVID in this podcast. Um, when we had recorded this, um, I had known that uh, my husband, Sean, his aunt Wanda was in um, the hospital and she actually was sick with um, COVID. But um, a couple of days after we recorded this podcast, unfortunately, she did pass away. So um, I really want to say something about that because I kind of, first of all, want to kind of dedicate this podcast to her. And also, too, um, I really wanted to underscore how serious this pandemic and this virus is because it didn't have to be that way for her. It doesn't have to be that way for so many other people. It didn't have to be that way for the now 220,000 people that have died. And um, we do go kind of hard in the paint in this podcast, especially Nate, but um, I don't censor him and he's allowed to think for himself. And I just want you all to keep that in mind. And if you don't like it, well, you don't have to listen. But um, that's it. And I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome back to Generation Rainbow. I am Erica. I am Nate. And first of all, I really just wanted to say thank you all so much. Um, The response so far to our first episode has been amazing. Um, It's only been out um, at this point a couple of days now. And just hearing the feedback and how much people enjoyed it has been really really cool for us yeah you have no idea how much that means to me he definitely has been like lighting up every time i mention (laughs) that somebody has made a nice comment or something like that about it so and i have been too yeah but every time you showed me i've been extremely happy about what i've seen I'm really glad that you guys love this. Yes. And also, too, I love the fact that so many people, because, you know, folks that I've been friends with on the Internet and stuff like that for so long, they've pretty much a lot of them have watched Nate grow up. So (laughs) a lot of people are just like, whoa, like Nate's grown. He has this like grown man voice (laughs) and stuff, which is really hilarious. Trust me, I get that a lot. I'm used to it now because, you know, I if once you're around something for a really long time, you get used to it. But, you know, I can understand how that's a lot for some people. Yeah. <laughs> Your voice is deeper than Sean's. Like, let's face it. Let's face it. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It and is. he knows it and he's totally fine with it. And speaking of Sean, also wanted to shout him out and thank him so much for our awesome theme song. How cool is that? I wasn't expecting that, but that is amazing. I really wasn't expecting all of that. I truly was just like, you know, oh, you know, this is just do a little like near, 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 
or something. <laughs> like, yeah. But, you know, Sean's a musician. So and also he's really proud of us and he wanted to go hard for us. So, you know, he went snap, all snap, out. snap for Sean on that one. He went above and beyond for us. But so let's get started with the topic at hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, let's we, get right into it. Let's get into it. But um, we wanted to have a podcast where we talk about COVID-19 because that's something that is super relevant, obviously, to yeah, uh, everybody's just, lives right now. Yeah. Only, only like something that's relevant to almost everybody's lives. No biggie. Yeah, just you know, just a whole you know pandemic. Just, a, just a global health crisis. No big <laughs> deal. So, um, I know for me, like when everything started first happening, um, back in March, I, I'm not even gonna lie, I didn't really know what to think. I was just kind of. Something inside of me told me that this was something that we really needed to take seriously, but also, like everybody else, I've never experienced anything like this before. Yeah. Um, For me, when it started in March, when, like, they told us we were going to go home for school and start doing it at home, um, I also really didn't know what to think. So I... I kind of just went with everything that I was told to do. I followed all the guidelines. And yeah. I think that was the thing that was the most shocking is that like I really didn't expect when, you know, school, you know, got in contact with everybody and said, you know, hey, we're going to be doing everything virtually for now and stuff like that. Like, I'm not going to lie. I thought it was going to be like maybe like two three weeks at first I was just like you know it's gonna be a couple of weeks you know me being naive thinking that you know everybody's gonna you know do the right thing stay home as much as they can wear the mask do all that sort of stuff like I really naively thought that people would be smart yeah that we'd be done with this in a few weeks and that we'd be able to nip it in the bud and obviously as we all have seen that's not how it really panned out at all and two i think as a parent um you know last school year was nate's last year of middle school it was eighth grade and i know for me as a parent i was really disappointed to miss out on some of those like you know coming of age type of things like seeing him you know have like you know an eighth grade graduation him being able to like even say goodbye to his friends and stuff like that um i definitely missed that i definitely missed the graduation part um i definitely miss saying good i definitely miss saying goodbye to all my friends that was definitely a very big thing um but once i kind of figured out everything i understood that this needed to happen yeah like i know that that has been hard with everything and just i think the unknown at first of not really knowing what was going to be happening and how this was going to pan out and now it's you know months later and we're still here and we're coming up on 
winter and where we have to think about the flu as well and not just covid and it's it's it can be really overwhelming i know i definitely get overwhelmed with it oh definitely me too and when this first started i was extremely paranoid about everything like one little kind of like sneeze or cough i would be like whoa their partner and i'm still like that now but yeah i i kind of dialed it down a little bit because i was like okay like there need to be like multiple symptoms about it yeah i know for me too def- i for sure was um really paranoid every time i would you know think about like i have like a sniffle i have you know something i would be googling symptoms like trying to figure out like do oh gosh is this covid did i somehow get it even though we have been being extremely safe so for us as a family um we kind of talked about this a little bit last time, but, you know, Sean is in the category of being immunocompromised. So he has really bad asthma and he also has high blood pressure. So we know if he got this, it would... It wouldn't go that well. No, it would not be good. So, I mean, it wouldn't be good for any of us either, but especially for him... And also, too, because he has mostly still had to work throughout this. So. And that's definitely a scary thing, still having to work through all of this, because there's that chance that there's that one person that is either asymptomatic or they just think it's nothing. They think like, oh, I just have a cough. I My nose is just stuffed up. But in reality, they could have COVID-19 for sure and I know um, even last week there was a COVID scare at Sean's job Um, for anybody who doesn't know and probably most people don't know like he's an accounting manager at a property management company and so one of the off-site property managers actually got COVID and while he had only seen this person for like maybe like tops five minutes it was in the last couple of weeks so and because of his medical history he was able to get tested you know thankfully it was negative so that's great everyone at his job that tested um they have tested negative which is good but it just goes to show you like it almost feels like it's a waiting game sometimes to see like it feels like it gets closer and closer to your circle. It, it feels like there's a timer on it sometimes. It's like you don't want it to happen, but it feels like it's just slowly <coughs> coming closer and closer and closer because there's going to be that one person. There's always going to be that one person that just just does something wrong. Yeah, and that's, I think, one of the things that ends up being really frustrating about it is because, like, I know we're supposed to tell ourselves that, you know, we can't control other people, and we completely can't control other people, but there's so much with this pandemic that really is contingent on other people choosing to do the right thing. 
So it's really hard when you see other people not doing the right things. Yeah. And I, I absolutely hate it when I don't see a person wearing a mask because I'm like, come on, man. Like, do you see the people around you? Do you want to get them sick and possibly and they could possibly die? Like, do you do you really want that to happen just because it's because just because it's your God given right from the Constitution? <laughs> by the way, if anybody's <laughs> listening to this, you are going to know my political opinions by the end of this. Yes. And that's one that like we don't hold back in our house as far as talking about things. We don't put Sean and I do not push our opinions off on Nate or anything like that. We do let him research things and do things on his own but make no mistakes like your teenagers have opinions they have opinions about things and you know our opinions and nate's opinions line up but that might not always be the case for y'all so but you know i mean heck look at claudia conway (laughs) let's talk about claudia conway for a second because you know girlfriend really like she's she's putting it all out there so you know and also too i haven't heard anything but i hope she gets better soon but yeah it's really difficult when you see people not doing the right thing and also too because i know that this always gets brought up to me in conversations about you know what about the people who can't wear masks for various reasons and i completely and 100 percent understand that there are people that do have legitimate reasons that they cannot wear masks. But at the same time, everybody, the very few people I know who have those sorts of situations, they are doing everything they can to not go out in public. They're doing everything they can to be safe and keep everyone around them safe. And also, too, they're not the people like going into Walmart screaming at people because they don't want to wear a mask. Yeah, there, there's that, there's that group of people that, you know, can't wear a mask for certain reasons, and then there's that, then there's also that group of people that's just ruining, ruining it for those people. Like, yeah, they're making it harder for those people. Exactly. Because, you know, good old George decided, good old George and Jefferson decided they wanted to say freedom of speech. <laughs> And people take that so literally and take that too far. It's like, yes, you know, freedom of speech, freedom to, you know, do what you want. But like, I don't know, I guess for me, I don't feel like freedom means that I'm free to not think about other people and to not think about the health of other people. People definitely take free the idea of free speech in the Constitution way too far. Because, like, yes, you are allowed to, like, speak your own opinion, like, freely without any punishment. But for a lot of the a lot of the time, it just doesn't seem like that's true in the United States. Yeah, it really isn't like it's interesting to me as far as like opinions and stuff like that. It's just like I feel like people take the word like opinion to really like woe beyond levels it's like if your opinions are rooted in things that are harmful 
or being oppressive of other people or, you know, unkind things or just generally being careless. Like, that's not an opinion I have to respect. Yeah. I don't, I, and, and I know that's kind of like controversial for some people because, you know, there's a lot of folks about, you know, who like to just, you know, do, you know, posy vibes all the time. But if, if what you're presenting to people is rooted in things that are harmful, I don't have to respect that point blank. Yeah. And when it really comes down to it, a lot of people in America take the word, well, freedom kind of too far sometimes with like freedom as i keep saying freedom of speech that is the biggest one yeah yeah and And i think too with like something like a pandemic it's like this isn't about you know people trying to oppress you or trying to like bring you down it's like you know we're black we know oppression like actual legit oppression. And I'm sure we will have a podcast where we talk about racism. So I'm not going to get too much into that because I'm, I know we both have things to say because they're especially in 2020 and what's been going on in the world. But um, it's not people trying to care about other people's health and other people's feelings during a pandemic is not oppression. And I think people... Definitely get that twisted. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel like a bunch of people are saying that, like, I have these rights. Why do I have to do it during a global pandemic? (laughs) You know, only a thing that's killed 200,000 people and infected 7 million people worldwide. I don't know if those numbers are right, but that's the last numbers that I saw. Yeah, the last I saw, I think, for the United States, like... 217,000 people had died and that's that I mean that that's such a huge number and that's not okay and that so much of that could have been prevented and so much of it going forward can be prevented which that brings me to one other thing that I have that I definitely am going to say is a gripe of mine and I don't know if this is something that you've seen like around like social media and stuff Nate but I definitely can see that, like, after all these months, there's a lot of people who, I guess, feel like, you know, they're done with the Rona, so they're just going to start living their lives again. Like, when I see people out, like, on social media posting pictures out at crowded bars, like, I've seen, like, stuff with, like, concerts and, like... Just, you know, not a, well, I'm not even going to get into, like, you know, political rallies and stuff like that. I'm not even going to go there right now. But just any, like, big gathering and stuff like that. And it just makes me think, like, wow, like, I haven't actually eaten out at a restaurant since the end of February. Yeah. And if you know me, one of my favorite things in the world to do is to go sit in a restaurant and go eat out. But I can't bring myself to do it because as much as, yeah. It seems irresponsible. Yeah, as much as I love it, like, it just, it doesn't feel right to me. And I know everybody has their own opinions and definitions of what feels right. And everybody, this is not, this isn't me, like, because I know, like, you know, 
I, I don't like the term, but hit dogs like to holler. I know, like, you know, some folks would be like, you know, eh, why are you coming at me? And it's like, it's not about me coming at somebody in particular or anyone like that. It's just, it's me talking about what I feel comfortable with. And I'm not even necessarily talking about like restaurants and things like that. But like when I see people like having these huge gatherings, it's just in some in some ways it almost gaslights me into thinking that I'm overreacting. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Um, I mean, to me, one death kind of feels like too much it it feels like too many yeah one death feels like too many deaths and then there's these people that are holding these like gigantic gatherings of people at like bars or at a beach weddings yeah weddings and as you said like people have their morals that they like to stick to but you got to fix your moral compass for this so you don't kill another person with COVID-19. Yeah. And I think, like, I mean, we've even seen, like, the stuff in the news where, like, there'll be, like, a big gathering or something like that. And then, like, the consequences are so far reaching because sometimes, like, you can be asymptomatic and all that sort of stuff. But then guess what? Like, you might infect your grandmother. You might infect your grandfather, your parents. Like things like that and make no mistakes there are people that are young and healthy who have gotten this and have died and it's just when I see these stories like especially at the beginning of this of people who had loved ones in the hospital and they had to say goodbye to them on FaceTime like the all the big gatherings they in all honesty disgust me they disgust me wholeheartedly and i understand that because i'm like do you understand what's going on right now at all do you have any sense of what's going on right now it's serious do you even acknowledge that there is a pandemic going on right now and i think that's a lot of it too that like Unfortunately, a lot of people don't acknowledge that this is an actual pandemic. There are so many people who don't take this seriously, who don't want to take the science of it seriously. Thank you, Mr. President. Well, you know. (laughs) But I think that's part of the problem, that there's so many people who legitimately, like, I think so many people really kind of want to bury their heads in the sand about it. And that's why it's frustrating to me to see so many people that have just started to just go about their business and their lives because it's just like, just because you don't want something to be happening doesn't mean that it's not happening. Like, this is real. And a lot of people want to talk about like, unity and like us coming together as a country and all that sort of stuff it's like it feels ridiculous that we can't come together for this but it doesn't surprise me no it doesn't surprise me at all now i have a question for you how do you feel about the government's response to this um (laughs) (laughs) funny question nate um 
I, I, well, I will say this. I agree with the response that our governor, um, Roy Cooper in North Carolina had with it. I definitely think In the beginning, I feel like he definitely took the right precautions in the beginning to, you know, help North Carolina, you know, try to not become a hotspot. We were one of the, like, you know, first dates, I, as far as I know, that, like, actually, like, shut down and stuff like that. So... I do agree with that, like, on our, our state level. I, I'm glad about how uh, Governor Cooper handled this. As far as on the national level, I mean, with everything that's come out as far as, like, how much was known about this and how little was done, like, it's it's sad. And I think some of the excuses as far as, like, making, you know oh, it's everybody's personal responsibility to do this and that and all that. Like, yes, it is. But at the same time, like, you would hope that our national government that had more information about this when this started would get that information to people so we could make informed decisions. Yeah. And one thing that doesn't help is everything the president says every single day <laughs> as, you, as you as you can tell um nate has never been or never will be a fan of uh president trump <laughs> i told you i told you you'd see my political opinions by the end of this and like i said he's got plenty of them yeah. <laughs> and i'm you know i agree with them but in any case <laughs> so um, one thing I did also want to ask you is, from your perspective, how has this really made you feel as far as, like, your mental health, as far as the pandemic and everything like that? Because I know that that's something that's been on a lot of people's minds, but I don't feel like, I don't feel like people are talking about that enough. No, I definitely don't feel like people are talking about that enough. Um, Especially for teenagers. For mental health wise, it's definitely gotten worse because, you know, I haven't been able to, well, I've been able to see people, but I've only been able to see like family. Yeah. Yeah. And that has definitely affected me. I mean, I'm not really a people person in the first place, but I would still like to see like the people that I am closest to besides you and Sean because yeah. you Sean Ezra and Micah because you guys are definitely very very close to me yeah <laughs> but yeah I I understand and I can see like and I hope you don't mind me saying this like as a parent like as the months went on I could definitely see it starting to you know affect you more yeah I could see myself kind of spiraling spiraling down into something and i tried to kind of slow that down or prevent that but hey i guess i didn't (laughs) well i think sometimes there are certain things that aren't necessarily preventable but i think the good thing is is that like 
we've been able, especially lately, to talk about it openly. Yeah, definitely. That that makes it better. That definitely makes it better. Yeah. And I think, too, it's also been good that, you know, Sean and I have been open with Nate about how this has all made us feel. You know, it's been a stressful time. It's, you know, so much uncertainty, so much, you know, different things that you don't even necessarily have to think about. Like, I mean, Sean had a whole business booking tours for bands. I think you probably know where I'm going with this because no one is touring (laughs) or at least anyone responsible is not touring. And absolutely, Sean is not, you know, is refusing anyone who emails him about it and stuff like that. He's like, absolutely not. This is not the time. But, you know, that was a big source of income for us. And once the pandemic hit, like we lost that. And so we had to, you know, do a lot of things as far as like, you know, figuring out finances and, you know, everything like that. And there's so many people out there who are in the same boat where they're trying to scramble and to figure out like, you know, the far reaching consequences of all of this. So many of my friends that are in the music industry are in or in like the food industry and things like that. Like so much has changed. Yeah. So much has changed and so many things have happened this year that have just sucked. I was going to say another word, but I can't <laughs> say that. Yeah, we're 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 keeping it we're keeping it clean, you know, on on the podcast, but so. I've I've said this multiple times. I feel like everybody's suffering at least just a little bit. Yeah, I think there's a a real collective kind of um like darkness that a lot of people are feeling right now with the pandemic and everything that's going on. And I think a big part of that is talking about it and having open discussions about it and not trying to run from it, but actually be like, you know what? Hey, life is hard right now. We're scared. We're tired. You know, there's so much going on mentally and emotionally you know, on top of, you know, just worrying about our health, that having the hard discussions, even though it's hard, can really help everybody too. Yeah, trust me. Pushing it down and trying to forget about it makes it worse. It makes it way worse. Yeah. Trust me. I've done it for a while. Yeah, I would definitely have seen that um, in you. And... I just want to say, too, that I'm really proud of you that you have been working on that, that you're aware of it and you're working on it. And, you know, especially when there's so much going on right now, you're really, you know, focusing on, you know, your mental health and trying to find healthy ways to cope and healthy ways to, you know, figure things out. Yeah. I've definitely been trying my best to try and be more open about that. And you have been, and it's been really good. Um, I think also, too, that's one thing. Um, I don't really like talking about, like, the 
positive things that have come about um, since the pandemic started, just because for me personally, that just feels strange. But I will say for us as a family, I feel like the more time at home and, you know, with so much going on and actually discussing our feelings and everything like that, I feel like we've become closer as a family. And I feel like in a lot of ways we could have pushed each other away, but I feel like we've pulled each other closer. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I definitely like that. Mm -hmm. I like that we haven't like distanced each other from each other. (laughs) You, you get what I mean. I get what you're saying. But I, I for sure can see how other people might not do that. And it's really hard when there's so much going on. And everybody has a different way that they've been affected by this. Like, you know, regardless of, you know, if you've actually gotten COVID, if someone close to you has, if it has affected your job, you know, school, things like that. Like, you know, everybody has their story and everybody's life has really had to pivot right now. And I think the biggest thing that I'm gathering from it really is working on having a sense of community with people, even when you can't see each other. Yeah. And at least no one no one i know per- closely has told me but like no one i know closely has gotten covid-19 which is good yes which is good but i've never i haven't had that experience of knowing this person i mean i'm just going to say it straight they could die yeah well yeah <laughs> i mean it you know it's a serious disease so but one thing too i also wanted to touch on was school because you know on top of everything else this is your first year of high school and you started it off online like you you go to a school that you've never even been inside (laughs) at this point yeah so could you it's definitely it's definitely weirder than going into an actual school um it is a bit easier because I don't have to interact with people. But <laughs> Don't forget he doesn't really like people. I absolutely hate people. No offense, guys. <laughs> but I, I definitely like the no human interaction, like face-to-face part. Um, it still sucks because the way that CMS is doing this ain't really the and cms is just so you know that's our school district yeah cms isn't really the best in my opinion mm-hmm. they aren't doing the best job and i and i ha- do have to take in consent into consideration that like they had to figure this out like like on the spot like that like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and i think that's one thing too it's like it's hard and i think we need to have grace with a lot of people because you know educators and stuff like that are in 
very unique situations. And at the same time, two educators need to take into consideration that, you know, parents and children are in unique situations too. So I think it's having a lot of grace with the situation for sure. Um, I know for us as a family, we've made the decision that um, Nate will be going virtually all year just because um, we want to play it safe. And since, you know, you are fine and happy with like doing, you know, the online components of that, we've decided that we're going to do that. But it's for sure not the way I ever imagined, you know, your freshman year of high school going. Yeah. And I definitely, like, even though I say I don't like people, I do miss, like, the people that I know. Because I was close to them, and I talked to them every day in person. But, of course, can't do that. And I, I definitely have to have a lot of patience with CMS. I'm starting to run out of it. Yeah. Like I, they are up to here with it for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I and I understand that definitely that you're frustrated and I have my own frustrations and it's just, you know, like I said, it's all about everybody having grace with each other and trying to be understanding of this completely wacky situation that we're in that you know, I I really hope every day, I hope that more and more people will take this seriously and that there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, I have to believe that because, you know, I'd probably go mad if I didn't, but... and. I, you know, full stop. I'm not somebody who's like, you know, woohoo, super positive, like all the time. I'm a pretty realistic person. I like to, you know, see, you know, the bright side, but I also am realistic too. But I'm really trying to focus on the future and hope that. Maybe by this time next year, we, you know, we'll be having a podcast about, you know, you going back to school and the world being opened up again and being able to hug our friends and, you know. One day we should get a special guest. Yeah, well, you never know. Probably, I mean, you know, considering, you know, we're in a pandemic, our special guest would probably, you know, be um, Sean or maybe one of the small children. I'm sure Ezra would very much love to have a mic in his hand. (laughs) If we, if we want a special guest, we need to like FaceTime them or Zoom. Oh, I forgot. See, this is, this is where, you know, the age comes in because, you know, I'm just thinking like, you know, well, of course we'd have to have somebody sitting with us and stuff like that. But it's like, duh, of course, like Zoom. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. But I hate Zoom. I, know. I really don't like Zoom. No, we uh, Nate is. That's the one thing that he really doesn't like about virtual school is the Zoom portion of it. I mean, like, it Zoom 
on its own without like having to use it for online school it's kind of hard to operate zoom sometimes because um you you can you know start your camera on mute mute and stop your camera but everything besides that is actually kind of hard to do yeah i mean there's a lot of you know user error that can happen there and everything but like you have to if you're a teacher you have to send your students a new link every like 30 days yeah so that could get annoying yeah there's a like i said there's so much stuff that's going on that we never really had to think about like you know I think about accessories and stuff like that. And, like, when I think about accessories, I think about, like, my mask collection. <laughs> and, like, you know, you know, making sure my masks are clean and all that sort of stuff. Like, that's not something I ever really thought about. But you know what? I'm going to be really honest with you all. Even once this is all over, I really think I'm actually going to keep wearing masks. You know why? One, I have not been sick since this has started now granted i don't really get out that much i only go out for like groceries and stuff like that but i have not even had so much as a cold two i have not had any creepy men tell me that i need to smile and that's something that used to happen to me all the time and now no one tells me to smile and i love it Take off your mask and smile, honey. No, that just that's, that just sounds real creepy. Well, yeah. And I mean, I've heard about stuff like that happening, which is gross. But the whole thing is like, I, I, I you know, I'm into the mask. I'm going to keep wearing my mask. I don't care. Yeah. Going back to a topic from earlier about like people that don't want to wear masks. um, Like they need to realize that a mask is used to protect other people exactly it's not just about you and i think that that's something that people get caught up in that is really hard when there's a pandemic going on that it's like it's not just about you it's about other people and protecting other people and even if you don't care about other people maybe you need to care about yourself like if you don't want to care about others oh that's that's kind of weird but whatever but care enough about yourself because you never know you just you truly never know but i think we're gonna wrap it up yeah i think we are yeah but like i've said thank you so much for all the support for everything please subscribe please you know we're on apple we're on spotify now whoop, whoop. like yes, i was sir. really proud of myself for being able to get that stuff up because i was worried i wasn't gonna be able to do it in time but i did it hey. props to me hey you did it you know give us five stars give us feedback um all that tell good us what stuff. we did wrong tell us what we did right <laughs> yeah well i mean we'll take any feedback that we can give if you have anything or ideas that you want us to talk about um our instagram is generation rainbow podcast shoot us a dm and we'll get to it but if you give me a dollar i'll let you choose the next topic don't listen to him we ain't we ain't we ain't doing that <laughs> all right goodbye <laughs> all right talk soon y'all bye bye